Yeah, yeah, we got you. You know what's up. We are live. We are back in action, leaving week nine behind and getting ready to do it again in week number 10. Welcome back, boys and girls, for another fun-filled football edition of the 3rd and 3 podcast presented by the Sports Column and brought to you by Reebok. Reeboks, look at them good deals, holiday deals. Guys, get over to 3rd and 3 podcast. Check out the new great deals by Reebok and get 15% off on new kicks like the trail cruises for men and the women's and men's. Reebok Light Plus Three Running Shoes. It's a pretty hot title. Go after it. Those are just a couple of the great items that they got that Third and Three can hook you up with by going to our website, clicking on the Reebok action. That's all you got to do. We got you. Happy holidays from Third and Three. Let's go. I got a hurricane coming over here, and it's just so aptly named Hurricane Nicole. Isn't that amazing, Nikki? Yes, it is. I saw that. I was like, oh, shit, finally, Hurricane Nicole. Poor Florida. You have no idea what's coming for you. Oh, my God. If it's anything like the tricky Nikki gifts that we have, then it is going to be a tricky storm. That is for sure. I don't know where it's going to go and where it's going to end up, but all right, we're here for it. At least I'm here for it and a couple other Floridians kind of freaking out right now because you you just don't want to lose power. That's the biggest thing. D, I can't lose power, man, and I talked to you about That's why we're doing the show early today. I'm definitely losing power. Over like like 4,000 people have already lost it in my area. So this sucks. It's hot down here. You know how it goes. It's going to be a rough night's sleep, man. Yeah, no, I've definitely been through it. Being from Louisiana, I've been through those hurricanes and losing power and doing all those things. So I definitely feel for you. I've been there. And hopefully everything gets back to normal pretty soon. Ah, I only hope so, brother. I only hope so. We'll see. We'll see. Well, Jason Fearman reporting to you here from West Palm Beach, Florida. The sports prophet ready to go. And uh, my teammates are ready to go. But a special little quick announcement. Ryan Dunn of One and Done Radio is going to be joining us next week to do our pick segment. Probably a little bit more. We're really looking forward to that. Shout out to you, Ryan. We can't wait to have that going on. Neighborhood news is going to be kind of quick this time, guys. But one thing that we have to hit on, because we haven't spoke about it ourselves, is the Jeff Saturday hiring. Um, I'll just quickly say that I found it weird. I already met, I jumped to Twitter right away, and I'm like, what the hell is going on over here? This is strange. Never coached a day in college, the NFL. Somebody had the balls to tell me that he coached in high school, and that made him qualified. I almost pissed my pants. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so Jeff Saturday, great guy. I love him. Like he, He's awesome. But this is just a weird situation, Damien. And, of course, I had people you know, telling me, you know, whether it's the Rooney rule and, you know, it's just, you know, another privilege type of thing, which I get. I mean, again, this guy, Saturday, he knows his football, D, right? But does he know how to be a head coach? I don't get this thing. Yeah, that's the big question. Do you know how to be a head coach in the NFL just because you played in NFL? He was a great mm-hmm. center, a, you know, multi-time pro bowler, Super Bowl champion. But like you said, only coached in high school and, you know, was an analyst for ESPN. So how do you jump from that to being a head coach? Now, this hire is would be considered crazy even in the offseason because of his lack of coaching experience. Yeah. But to do it in the middle of the season and to throw him into this is batshit. Like, it's, 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 it goes to a different level of crazy to do this at a time where your team is just already in turmoil. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Everybody talks – glowingly about Jeff Saturday knows him, right? A lot of ESPN mm-hmm. people have talked about how great he is as a person, his knowledge of the game, but even them have to question this hiring, right? Yeah. And you talked about the other side of it, right? Where 
a lack of opportunities come for black head coaches. Uh -huh. This one right here is a lack of opportunities for anybody, period, right? Because <laughs> he got hired. <laughs> he got hired. Like, the way he got hired, honestly, that means anybody could have gotten hired. Anybody who played in NFL, anybody who was an analyst, like, everybody was qualified pretty much if you're going to hire Jeff Saturday. Uh, so I hope the best for Jeff Saturday, but it seems like this is a tank for whoever the best quarterback is, whether it's Bryce right. Young or whoever yes. you think it is coming in. Yes. And Jeff Saturday, I don't know if he's going to get a job permanently, but he's definitely not set up to succeed in any way. Right. And from what I hear, D, he's more there to be like an evaluator for this year and to check out the squad and see who should belong and what they can do and stuff like that. Almost like a GM slash head coach type of role. But, you know, I mean, they have guys like Gus Bradley and Reggie Wayne, who's already on the team. And now Reggie Wayne's only a wide receiver. He's coaching Gus Bradley's the defensive coordinator. It would seem more likely, Nikki, that they would promote one of those guys. But they went way out. This is totally unprecedented. I've never heard. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And I'm not knocking Jeff Saturday. I'm knocking Jim Irsay for being, I don't know, just he's one of those guys, Jim Irsay, Nikki, who thinks he can do no wrong and whatever he touches is gold type of thing. So maybe he thought it's like, you know what, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, probably. He seems the type. Uh, this is very weird. And I believe their offensive coordinator has never called plays before. Right. Yeah. Right. So yeah. this should be an interesting game uh, this week. Actually, probably the best game they've played all season, right? Because it's just so weird and random. But no, I've, <laughs> I think we're all just kind of like, what? Yeah. What did they just do? It just seems like tanking all over the place, like he alluded to before. Mm -hmm. That's what they're doing. And they know Sam Ellinger is not their guy. Obviously, Matt Ryan is not their guy. And they're going to try to go get, you know, uh, C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. And I'm not sure about Bryce Young. We're not going to talk to college football right now because he's kind of a small guy. But we've seen smaller quarterbacks succeed in the NFL, not to the highest level. But the last thing in neighborhood news I want to get to is the quarterbacks that were drafted last year. Not this past draft, the ones that went with Lawrence and Wilson and Lance, then Fields, then Mac Jones in that order. I'd like to ask you guys, Nikki. Um, I'll tell you straight up, I, you know, um, I think you guys remember we talked about it. I wanted the 49ers to draft Justin Fields. I thought he would be the best guy for the situation, playing at Ohio State in big-time football games, can bring that dynamic, throws the shit out of the ball fast as hell, and now we're seeing him produce like, whoa. Like, he's like the second coming of Lamar Jackson all of a sudden with what's going on. So if I were to rank him, Nikki, I would probably go Fields, Lawrence, Mac Wilson and then Lance because we haven't seen him yet. What do you think? Wait, did Justin Fields now pop out as like the best guy from that draft to you after what we've seen the past couple of weeks? Yeah, now he's definitely showing the most promise because Trevor Lawrence has shown flashes here and there, but it has been extremely inconsistent. Yes, uh, Zach Zach Wilson's winning, but he's, he de he's, he's not definitely the reason. he's not yeah. the reason. He's pulling a Garoppolo in New York. That's all. It's worse than Garoppolo, honestly, because he's throwing for like 100 and, 148 yards. That's hard to do. That's hard to do worse than Garoppolo. Yeah. What up, Sean? Yeah. It's hard to win like that, but he's somehow winning because that Jets defense is balling out of their mind right now. Uh, so you have that going on. So for me, Justin Fields has to be the front runner from that class. But honestly, he still has a lot to prove passing wise. He's yeah, running yeah. the ball tremendously. Tremendously. Tremendous. And the fact that he's already breaking records, the first guy to have three touchdown passes along with 100 and at least 140 yards rushing is phenomenal. Need to see more from him, but he's definitely the front runner for that class. But that's not saying much with that class right now. 
I know, right? Everybody talked about, we talked about it last week, you know, a little bit. How was, you know, we thought this was going to be a big time, amazing draft class. And then we compared, compared it to 04 and trying to give Nikki props, but she was hearing none of it. And of course, the 83 draft. So we're trying to actually compliment Nikki, who we're going to have back hopefully in a second. Little technical difficulty over here for a minute, but Trick and Nikki will be back in a second. So uh, we'll get her in over there. But um, I'm with you, man. Like, like I said, I want the 49ers draft fields. And um, they didn't. Obviously, they went with Trey Lance. And now we just don't know if that experiment's going to work. So, yeah, I think Fields has shown the most promise. I thought that coming out of the draftee. And Lawrence was second for me. And then it was kind of a crapshoot after that. So I really feel like the Niners now did it for a second time where they could have had Aaron Jones and they could have had Justin Fields now come so many years later and feel like maybe they kind of blew it. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm a little... Uh, <laughs> he looks great. I, I mean, I had him in my daily fantasy on FanDuel. The dude picked up like 50 points for me. It was insane. Great. Oh, my God. D, yeah. we have Thanksgiving at your house this year. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> the old catering that he's going to have going on. <laughs> yeah, we go, we can have it here. We can have it at my other location. Next week, I'll probably show up <laughs> in my other houses. You know, so we'll, we'll definitely have it at my house for sure. <laughs> right, at one of his houses. We'll be there at one of his houses. <laughs> All right, Nikki's going to come back and join us in a bit, so we won't do our picks with that. Or, and, again, we're going to do our picks next week with uh, Ryan Dunn. That'll be a lot of fun. But gutsy call this week. Uh, the Chiefs made a few of them, D. Going for it on their own 45-yard line um, on fourth and one. They did convert it. They did it again in overtime to try to avoid kicking that field goal and go for the win and touchdown. Um, they did convert it with five minutes left, but still ultimately kicked the field goal. And then we all saw what happened with Tennessee crumpling apart. So a lot of things to take from this game. Your opinion, was it a gutsy move? Was it a good move? But also I want to talk a little bit about the Malik Willis dynamic in that game. I know we're going to talk more about the games, but you know, while Nicky's out for a second, um, they didn't really let him throw the ball much. They 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 could have, and the RPOs are working well. So you would think that you know you can pop it over to a tight end over the middle or hit a couple of hitch routes or something. But they really held him back, and they were up seventeen nine at a point. You know they were winning that game, and of course Kansas City does what they always do, and they come back by being aggressive and having the best quarterback in the world. Yeah, and for Tennessee to win with Willis at QB, they have to let him do more, right? Because like you said, they're yes. playing pretty much a perfect game, but you know, against a team like a Kansas city, a Buffalo, a teams that Philadelphia teams that are dynamic, that can come back from deficits. Mm-hmm. You're only going to be able to hold them off for so long. That's right. And you're asking your defense to do so much. And eventually they're going to come through that offense is going to come through and win games. So for Tennessee, a lot of times when Willis did drop back, it wasn't a lot, you know, but he, when he did drop back, there was no one there for him to throw to. Right. Yeah, just, we were talking about Robert Woods being his number one wide receiver. The guy hasn't seen a target in four games. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. So when there's no one open, you have to give Willis the ability to say, go run. The same thing we're seeing with Justin Fields. Same thing you're seeing with Daniel Jones. Yeah. One, one two reads and go. Go. And with Willis having that type of ability, you got to let him know you can go because there are a lot of times there where he's in a pocket and he's trying to find somebody to throw to. You can tell it's in his head like, yes. I have to go through my progressions. Yes. Now, nah, let him know if you don't see somebody open, go. And then we'll work on you working on your progressions as you get further into your career. Bro, it's totally a different league right now. We want the quarterbacks to run. This is what makes it so great is the dual threat quarterback. It's, and I got to yeah. tell you. Like, if I'm San Fran and we're playing Chicago like we did earlier, I mean, in a different – now that Justin Fields is running all over, that pisses me off like crazy when you when the quarterback takes off when you're going against them. But when it's your team, you're like, yeah, bring that shit the fuck on me. 
Exactly. Did you uh, <laughs> did you see the clip of Mike McDaniel telling Justin Fields to stop scrambling? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh my, he was killing about 178 rushing yards. Oh my yeah. god, man. So and obviously you know, it's something that annoys even the opposing head coach. He's like, stop it, stop it doing does. this. <laughs> right? Stop doing that. You're not supposed to be running all over the damn place. It really, I mean, just drop back and throw the freaking ball. But you know what? That's going to help him. That dynamic of defense is being so scared of him running. I think that's yeah. going to open up the passing lanes. You know, we saw him hit Cole Komet a couple of times um, and, you know, get Darnell Mooney in the end zone and stuff. So Fields is coming along, man, in his second season. And this was supposed to be a rebuilding year, getting rid of Quinn, getting rid of Roquan Smith, not having any wide receivers to speak of. But they go ahead and pick up Chase Claypool. They may be a little bit ahead of schedule, man. Maybe a little ahead of schedule. And that's yeah. pretty cool to see. Pretty cool. Sure. Um Putsy play. I couldn't pick out one play. I had to pick out three. Aaron Rodgers, what are you doing? I mean, <laughs> two interceptions at the goal line, and then he threw another one in the end zone as well. And then he short armed uh, number 83. Who the hell's number 83? I can't think off the top of my head right now. But uh, he missed him and he had him beat. That game was on Rodgers. And then the putts, yeah. again, he's a putts. He goes on his favorite show, Pat McAfee, and says, Well, I'm back-to-back MVP. I know I can play well, you know, like alluding to like other people can't play well. Dude, you played the shittiest game of your life against the Detroit Lions, which you even said you can't lose to that team. Aaron Rodgers is just pissing everybody off, including me. I can't stick up to this guy anymore. Yeah, you – after a game like that, you would think that he would go on the show and say, this was a bad game for me. Yeah, my fault. My fault. Yeah, because – you mentioned some of the throws that he missed. The one where they ran the play where they had the eligible tackle go out there and there was a trick play for the tackle to leak out and had the touchdown. The tackle was open. Like, yeah. the play worked. Everyone executed except for Aaron Rodgers. He, short Rodgers. It. he missed yeah. it by a good seven, eight yards. Yeah, and that's the throw me and you can make, right? Absolutely. That wasn't a hard throw. So when you are missing those type of throws that people on their couch can make, you have to be accountable for yourself. You have to say – I messed this up. I'm doing wrong. And that's one of the things, like, not to make it a basketball podcast, but that's one of the things that I held against Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, when he plays bad, instead of saying, I played bad, he gets an attitude with the media. Right, right. He's like, bro, you went 0 for 11. (laughs) (laughs) You went 0 for 11 and you played bad. Yeah, Like, and be accountable for what you did. And if you're accountable, we're more likely to be like, okay, I see this guy struggling right now, but he has a track record of being great. We'll give you more leeway because mm-hmm. we're saying, okay, everyone has a bad game. Everyone does this. We know that you're human. Cool. But once you try go out there and act like you're not making mistakes, as if we didn't see you throw three interceptions, two in the red zone, we're going to be on, like, man. yo, what are you doing? We all so, know yeah, that Aaron, I'm, all Yeah, that I'm, I'm with you, man. Aaron Rodgers is really out here just not doing it, bro. Sour grapes, man. Jeez, that guy's get with the Oh, yeah. Uh, P-Shark's talking about Tennessee's uh, defense. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were out there forever in that game, for I sure. I know. And they still <laughs> played well, held them, held them to nine points until the fourth yeah. quarter. That's a hell of a job they did right there. In Tennessee, they are, you want to call it overachieving, I don't know what. But glad Nikki's back, just in the nick of time. How about that? <laughs> hey, what's up? We got Ryan. All right. talking Sorry. about Ryan. We're just talking about you, buddy. Can't wait to have you on next week, brother. It's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Glad you're in the house joining us. So, Nikki, we just went over a couple of the gutsy and putsy play calls, but you're just in time for D to take us to bragging rights and crow bites. Yes. So if you are new to the show, this is a segment where we get to brag about something we got right throughout the season or the past week, and also eat a little bit of crow on something we got wrong or last week or 
in previous weeks throughout the show. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? It's the crow, man. <laughs> you definitely, you definitely caught me off guard just now, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, my job. What, what is that? Oh my god! That's I know my, my email was going off, and I shut it off real quick. But oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Sorry. <laughs> so yes, uh, as you can hear, there will be crow involved. So I like to start with the crow bites and wash it down with some bragging rights. And uh, Nikki, since you've you know joined us back, why don't you start us off with what you're eating crow on this week? Oh man! So I have to eat crow on the bills. I was just like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, the Jets, they're not even going to stand a chance. And I also said that the Bills would cover. I think it was 13. Uh, so that didn't happen, yeah. if I remember yeah. correctly. 12 and a half, 13 points. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was that's a rough one right there. I'm right there with you. So I'll go ahead and go next. I definitely said that Buffalo is going to cover, that they were going to win. Yeah. I put it up on my my I got five on it bets of the week that I do for my five leg right. parlay. <laughs> and Buffalo definitely let me down. And I thought for sure they were gonna do it. They were up eleven at one point. I'm like, okay, this is good. And that was the one that didn't hit for me. Uh so that definitely hurt <laughs> on my five leg parlay. But I have to eat crow along with you. So I'm at the same table eating crow and Nikki there. All right, Jay, what are you eating crow on this week? Yeah, well, you guys are gonna leading me into my bragging rights in a little bit, but crow, um, Dude, this was a killer, man. I mean, I pick games that, you know, again, I pick the Commanders, the Falcons, the Raiders, the Bills, and the Rams to all win. They were all winning. They were killing it. They were up by double digits at most points in the fourth quarter, but they all lost by a field goal, except the Jaguars who ended up beating the Raiders by a touchdown, which is no surprise. But we're talking about you just stole all these. I lost every one of those fucking games because the, the team that was winning could not hold on. Minnesota comes back. Uh, freaking the Chargers come back after stripping the ball from that dude. I mean, that was ridiculous. We're talking about a putsy play yeah. over there. The Raiders suck. Bill, I freaking Josh Allen, we got to talk about when we get to that game because I don't even know if he's playing. He messed up his elbow big time, but that's yeah. not the reason why they lost. And, and the Rams, they blew it against – I mean, all of a sudden, Tom Brady looked like Tom Brady for about 13 and a half seconds, and they got down there at once. So, yeah, I got to eat crow and all that. I was right there, and they all disappointed me. Yeah, and uh, those, all those games, the Rams, when I'm right there with you on eating crow on that one, mm. the Ra- first of all, people are going to concentrate on Tom Brady being the GOAT and having the drive to, to win the game. But the previous drive, the Rams needed one first down. That's it. One first down. <laughs> and they decided to go out there and play ultra conservative and run the ball. And if you are Tennessee, I can see you doing that. You're like, we got Derrick Henry. Uh-huh. We're known for running the ball good. We can make this first down with three runs. The Rams not only have the worst running game in the league right now, they have the worst running game of all time. That's why they gave it. That's why they gave it to Cooper Cup on that end around. He could have gotten first down, but he slid in bounds. Yeah, because you know? he was he was over, he was overthinking it. He was like, "Let yeah. me make sure I don't go out of bounds." But if you get the first down, you you still got got a few more yards there and still slid in bounds. Yeah, uh, but Cooper Cup in that situation can't blame him because he's not used to be in that situation as far as running the ball there. Like if you're passing the ball to Cooper Cup, he's in the middle of the field. It's easy to catch it. Just go down right. and do what you do. So the I gotta blame Shaming Van the offense for that because you put that defense right back out there. I agree. They just made a stop. They just got lucky, honestly, because Scotty Miller dropped the ball in the end zone in the previous possession. So you get lucky and you say, okay, we got lucky. Let's go ahead and 
try to put this away. But no, you put a defense right back out there. Right and that's out. just not cool. So I'm, yeah. I'm with you on that. I was wrong about the Rams as well. So I have to eat crow on that one as well. <laughs> so uh, I like his comment real quick. I'm sorry the Rams yeah. has turned into the Lakers. Like, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> but we start talking about basketball, the Lakers. God, but go ahead. Yeah. Man. I, I like that comment. No, that was funny. And now let's bring it around to bragging rights. Let's start with you, Jay. All right, bragging rights. Um, I really didn't have a lot this week, as you guys will find <laughs> out. But um, I did say I went against you guys. I said the Jets were going to cover the 12 and a half. I did not think they were going to win the game. I'm not going to go that far. But I thought they would cover the 12 and a half. But I got to really dig it in this time, guys. All right, we're in week 10 now. And Tua has the highest QBR in the National Football League. What did I tell you before the season? He's going to be awesome. The Dolphins are going to be awesome. He's going to be able to throw the ball deep and this and that. And Jalen Waddle is really benefiting, not from just Tua, but Tyreek Hill. I mean, yes. Waddle is getting these open looks all over the place. Last year, let me tell you something. Waddle was 103rd in yards after the catch. This year, third. Third. Mm-hmm. Why? Tyreek Hill. That is the reason why. And um, he's making Tua better. And, again, I just I have to brag. He's my quantum leap quarterback. And uh, last year I shit the bed on it. Who the hell was my quantum? Oh, Sam Darnold. <laughs> I fucked that one up. Jesus. So I feel like I got it right this time with Tua rolling. I'm feeling really good about that. No, that's a great call on Tua. I have, that's one of my things I have to eat crow on all year. I was wrong. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa definitely came through and has been that quantum yeah. leap. He definitely has done that. I have to yell for him because I can't yell for my pick on Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> so I have to go ahead and give it to him. So that, that was a great pick coming into the year on that one. Uh, for my bragging rights, I got to go with Detroit. I picked Detroit to win outright against Green Bay. Uh, put it in my best, and I put it in our uh, third and three par pay for Detroit plus three and a half. And that's one of the reasons that we were able to hit on that. So I have to brag on Detroit beating Green Bay outright. But what are you bragging about this week, Nikki? Uh, Cincy covering the seven and then some. So oh, yes. Hopefully you're rolling <laughs> on that one. Yes. We were talking about taking that game in our par pay. Hey, it worked out because we hit our par pay second time in three weeks. But, yeah, we talked about taking that one, too, even with the seven and a half point spread. Yeah. They killed Carolina. Killed oh, it was, it was nuts. And for me, Joe Mixon, I have in one fantasy oh, league. Oh, and I played – and I played against him in a different fantasy league. Oh. I got very lucky. Uh, shout out to our man C. Henry from the Sports Rap, the Fellas Present Sports Rap podcast. He benched Joe Mixon. And when I tell you, I love oh, no. when I check. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. In our real deal league, he benched Joe Mixon. And I was able to win that game because Kenyon Drake went off against my Saints. And I came back on Monday night oh. and won that game. So yes, I was like, oh my god! Yeah, I know, oh. I know that hurt him when he looked that up. But when I checked this, because I don't check fantasy until Sunday night football. Like I don't want to be on my phone all day, so I, I make yeah. myself not look at it until Sunday yeah. night football. And it's when hard I to do. It, yeah, it's hard to do. But I've trained myself. Like once I set it in the morning and I go ahead and put it down, I'm good. And I'll check it until Sunday night football. And I checked it and saw that Joe Mix was on the bench for see him. I was like, oh. Oh, this is a great day because, like I said, in one league I started him, another league I was going against him. And I was truly scared I was going to have the the worst, the best, and worst of both worlds there. But yeah, got extremely lucky on that one. Oh, yeah, I, I told <laughs> you I did daily fantasy. I had Fields and Mixon on the same team, so obviously I brought home a couple of dollars. And who uh, says I hate the NFL, man? I hate Joe Mixon. Every time I get him off my team, he gets a lot of fantasy points. Yeah, I mean five <laughs> touchdown game, bro. Yeah. But Mixon's like that. He'll have two weeks where he does nothing. Yes. And then yeah. all of a sudden, 
I mean, I had him in my lineup. What do you get? Like 40 some odd points or something? something? Yeah, he did. And that's yeah. Cincinnati's problem because they get too pass heavy. And now that Jamar Chase is out, they're realizing we need to use Joe Mixon more, you know? Yeah. But continue that when Jamar Chase comes back, and you'll be a much better balanced offense, I think. We think. There, what do we there know? We go. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So we got uh we got all our bragging rights in? Yes, sir. All right. Well, all right. Well, let's get an update on the competition over here. Um, well, first of all, we have to say Parpay City, second time in three weeks. We gave you Detroit plus three and a half. We gave you the under in New England, uh, Indianapolis, which hit by a landslide. And we got a little lucky. We said under in Jacksonville, Las Vegas, and we got it by a half a point. But you know what? It's a win. It's a win. (laughs) We got you, baby. And we're going to try to do it again for you. But we got to make our picks first. Before that, again, a quick update on the yearly thing that we're doing as far as the NFL team draft, which right now Nikki is in a commanding lead. 48 points or 48 wins. Damien in second with 41. And I'm way back there in 37. I need one of you guys to have like a lot of bye weeks right now because I need to catch up. Things got to happen over here. Houston's not getting me anywhere. It's bad. As far as our week nine records. Oy. Awesome for you two. Me, not so much. Barely over 500. But the two of you guys, all right, went 11 and two. Oh, finally. Very, very well done by both of you. The only problem is, is that Damien, Nikki triple locked. You double locked. He gets the win. Yes. You got yourself out of that just one win. Now you're back in it. You're back in it with us all. Back in it. it. We got a ball game, folks. Yes, yes. And last but not least, the freaky fantasy football draft, week nine results. I had another really good week, guys. I had uh, 147 points. I told you I had um, Mixon was on my team. Oh, man, where's the rest of it? I got to tell you guys right now. Who, all right, so I had Geno, Mixon, Waddle. Gusecki didn't do anything in the Patriots defense. So I took it home again, 147. D, you had 75. Uh, some of your key guys were, let me see real quick. You had Herbert, D-Hop got you some points, Kelsey, and oh, that was Nikki. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. And Damien, you had her. You did. You know, you started off great, but Hurts, Sanders, and AJ Brown, and then Hawkinson and the Chiefs didn't just get us enough. Like I said, I had a really good week. So again, we're all we all got one right thing. We all got one thing that we can hang our hat on over here so far. Yep, for sure. <laughs> love it. Love it. All right. Well, speaking of that, time to make our picks. Here we go. The buy teams this uh, week are the Ravens, the Bengals, two from the AFC North and two from the AFC East, and the Patriots. And the Jets. So let us make our picks. Here we go. The first game we're going to go to, ladies and gentlemen. Let me see. What do we got? What do we got? Atlanta, Carolina, Thursday night. Okay, so this is one of those I don't want to watch Thursday nights, but I'm forced to because it's football, and we have to make a pick because of it. So Atlanta, four and five, going to Carolina, two and seven. Second time they're playing in three weeks. Um, again, that last game was crazy between the two of them, with DJ Moore taking his helmet off, where they could have won the game. So. You got to say they're kind of even. That game is in Atlanta. So, Damian, this is a tough one to pick right here. It is, for sure. It's Thursday night, division rivalry. You mentioned that last game was crazy. Yeah. I'm going to go with Atlanta, 24-17. Okay. to 17. I don't see another Hail Mary to DJ Moore happening. <laughs> so, I'm going to go Atlanta to win this one, but in a good game. All right. Or, All right. As good so. as it can be with these two teams. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be as good as you can get, right? It'll, it'll be interesting to say the least. We'll see. What, I think P.J. Walker is starting. He got his starting yeah. job back. You know, so, um, yeah, we'll see. Nikki, what do you think in this game? Carolina's the home team, but clearly not the better team. 
No, they're not, but I feel like they're going to pull out a win just because I feel like Atlanta needs some more out of the passing game for Mariota. So I'm going to go Carolina 24-21, however, not confidently at all. I'm not confident either, but I think because they're home, I'm liking the home teams again on Thursday night, even though it doesn't always pan out, obviously. But because they played such a close game last time, I feel like maybe Carolina can edge it out in their running game. Yeah. Atlanta's got a good running game, too. Look, Cordero Patterson is back now, and he's a – oh, my God, is that guy a beast? What a football player he is, man. Unbelievable. But, no, I think, yeah, I got to agree with you. I'm going to go Carolina in a weird 19-16 game. I don't think we see a whole lot of scoring, but I do like Carolina. I'm with you on that one. Uh, let's go to our game in Munich, Germany, the first time ever. And, of course, it's Tom Brady going over there, the golden boy of the NFL, to take on – the new golden boy in the Northwest <laughs> over there, a Geno Smith, man. I mean, like a top five quarterback this year. They're six and three. Tampa Bay is four and five. Seattle's been playing much better football. But I don't know, Nikki, does Tampa Bay build off that steam that they had at the end of the game against the Rams and kind of pick it up, have a good week of practice and show up? What do you think? I think Nikki has to come back real quick. Oh, oh so, okay. Uh, Sorry, yeah. I didn't see that. I was looking at a different screen. My apologies. Well, well, Damien, let's go to you, brother. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle in this one. Now, I am a little hesitant because Seattle's making the longest trip in NFL history. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's something that, you know, you, you have to worry about a little bit of jet lag there. We talk about it with, you know, West Coast teams going to the East Coast and vice versa. This mm-hmm. time we have a West Coast team going to Germany. So that's, a, yeah. that's definitely, you know, an extreme – uh, you know, case of jet lag that could be there. I wonder if they'll but, go the other way. You think they'll go the other? You think they go west instead? That might be a better route. It might be. I know technically it's the longest like trip in history for the NFL, Seattle oh, to, wow. to Germany. Yeah. Uh, so that scares me a little bit. But Tampa Bay has been so horrible. I'm gonna go with Seattle to win this one, 21 to 10. Yeah. I. I oh, 21 10. Okay. So that's a pretty comfortable uh, game right there. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. I got Seattle also, and I think they win this game 23-17. to They're just a better team right now. Um, they're clicking better. Geno Smith is playing with ultimate confidence, so why not? Wow, it'd be amazing. They go 7-3. and three. We'll get Nikki's picks as she comes back in. She's a busy woman. She's multitasking right now, so we'll make sure we get all our picks in. But this next game, D, we got Minnesota 7-1 and one versus Buffalo 6-2. and two. But, again, we talked about Josh Allen elbow problems. I don't know if he's going to play. If he does, how – how well is he going to play? So the game's in Buffalo. I'm really torn between this one. But if Josh Allen doesn't play, Buffalo's got no shot. Case Keenum's not going to be their offense. They don't have a running game that they can rely on. So I'm going to take the safe pick here right now and take Minnesota and take them to win the game 24-21 um, because I think that Buffalo can still muster. Yeah, they got Stephon Diggs. They got Isaiah McKenzie, Gabriel Davis. So they can still make plays with Case Keenum. He's not a slouch, but – uh, I can see Dalvin Cook having a big day over here. So I, I got to take Minnesota right now. But if Josh Allen does play, it may change my mind. So subject to change, but I'm going Minnesota right now. What do you think? I'm just not a believer in Minnesota. Neither I know am they're I. Seven and, they're 7-1, seven and one, and it may sound crazy, but I don't care how much jewelry you put on Kirk Cousins on the plane. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> like, I'm still not going to be a Minnesota believer Uh so I'm going to go Buffalo. But like you said, if Josh Allen doesn't play, I think he's going to play his listed day-to-day. Right. So with somebody like Josh Allen being, you know, the massive human being and tough guy that he is, I think he will play. 
and hopefully he's okay to make the same throws that he, don't, he normally makes. But even if he's not able to, you could use him as a battering ram, and he can run. Can run. So I'm going to go Buffalo 24-17 to 17 in this one. Okay, so you're sticking with Buffalo in this one. And, uh, you know, I hear you. They're still a, a very, very good team with a very good defense, even though they didn't show it at some times. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, fade away. Uh, yeah, we might actually have to skip that culture. <laughs> Saturday's debut, so I guess we'll have to talk about it. Uh, Nikki, in this last game, Minnesota and Buffalo, it's, you know, Minnesota on the road in Buffalo. Josh Allen, questionable right now. I took Minnesota to be safe. Damian says that, you know, he thinks Josh Allen's going to be in there, so he's going with Buffalo. What do you think? Josh Allen said he's going to play through the pain in his elbow injury. So, granted, that's today, and we'll see how he feels on Sunday. But uh, if he's going to play, I'm going to take Buffalo. I'll go 34-24. So I would lock that in if he plays. Okay. Okay. If he so we're gonna play, go with, I will change it. We're going to go with oh, you're, you're locking it in against Minnesota? Yeah, she got some – she got confidence. Yeah, they're pissed. Mm-hmm. If Josh mm-hmm. Allen plays, you know that they're pissed and they're coming yeah, back. Yeah, no, they're definitely they're coming in. Stefan Diggs revenge game. Yeah. Well, they are definitely a better team than Minnesota, you know, all around for the most. But Minnesota, look, I mean, seven and one, very quietly. Nikki, before we move on to the next one, uh, we went to the game in Munich, Germany, where Seattle six and three against Tampa four and five. D and I both like Seattle in this game. What do you think? No, I'm going to take Tampa. Okay. okay. So are you making that pick based off of the trip? I talked about how this is the longest trip in history that Seattle's making as far as NFL teams from Seattle to Germany. I mean, I really think that will be a factor, but I just feel like Tampa Bay felt like themselves for a hot second. I think they're feeling it a little bit after last week. So I think they'll slow down Geno Smith and this, uh, I don't know, resurgent Seahawks, wherever they decided to come from. That's what what I was asking you before. You had to, you know, take a quick break. It's hard to this full disclosure is very hard to do a show in the middle of a work day. So I know I'm sorry that I keep hopping off. God, it's okay. God bless you. (laughs) Asking. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. We have an NFC North battle over here with the two and six Lions going into Chicago to take the Bears three and six. Right now, Justin Fields is playing out of his mind. They have a confidence on that team, even though they're definitely depleted on defense, but. So is Detroit, even though you wouldn't know it after they kicked the shit out of Green Bay. But nevertheless, I'm going to take Chicago in this game. I'm going to take them to win pretty easily, 33-16. to 16. So that means I'm locking this in, Damian. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go Chicago. I think it's a good game. No, I'm going 27-23. to 23. Okay, so you got more of a closer game than I do, obviously. Nikki, what do you think? Is it a try-try-try-effecta? It is. Did you guys know the Bears, they have the top uh, rushing offense, obviously, thanks oh, yeah. to Justin Fields. But he averages 102 yards per game, and the Lions have the 31st-ranked run defense. So ah, That's a disaster. <laughs> Think about David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert getting in on the mix, too. Yeah. I mean, they're going to run for over 250. Yeah, yards. they're going to go ham. So yeah, yeah. that's why I feel comfortable locking it in. I definitely do. And I'm going to lock this next game in, guys. Let me go first. Kansas City versus Jacksonville. Puff fucking Lees. There is no way Kansas City <laughs> is losing this game. They are going to demolish Jacksonville 38 to 20. Lock it in, D. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm locking it in. Kansas City 27, uh, Jacksonville 13. Clink, clink. Lock clink, it in. Clink, baby. <laughs> He's first lock. Nikki, will this be your second lock? 
It will be my second lock. I have uh, Kansas City 38, Jacksonville 24. Trifecta freaking city. Hold on. Let me see something. Oh, no. You guys didn't pick the same game so far. Last week, you picked the same exact games. The week before, it was just one difference. It's amazing you two use share a brain. It's very (laughs) This week, a little bit different. I like what I'm seeing. Okay. Yo, this next game is very interesting because Cleveland, I feel like, is better than their three and five record. But that's what they are. And Bill Parr says you are what your record says you are. Miami is six and three. We talked about them. They are playing fantastic right now. But even with the addition of Bradley Chubb, Nikki, kind of worried about that defense. Not that Cleveland's a juggernaut, but they can run the ball. And we saw that Miami let up a whole bunch of rushing yards last week. So Cleveland has a chance to pull out the upset over here. Am I crazy? No, no, you're not crazy. I feel like I feel like this is going to be the shootout game of the week. I don't know. Ooh, Both maybe. Teams- yeah, well, they both average like 24 points a game. So um, I do think that Miami wins it. I have it 38-33. But okay. I really could see Cleveland doing they something could. here. They could. So, I feel like we might get an over on our bets later for that one. I like the over. It's 48. I got a lot half. of best bets. That's one of them, baby. We're yeah. going to talk. Yeah, I like All the right. over. Okay. Um, I like Miami in this game as well. I didn't have it as high scoring, but – I feel like now I have to go to my notepad here. Uh, <laughs> Scratch it out. Change up the score? Yeah, I'm changing up the score. I'm going to go Miami 30 to 27. I like it. I like it because I'm all the way up there. I'm 33-27, so I'm loving that, loving the over and all that yeah. stuff. And 33-27, the line is five in that game. Little teaser over there. Little teaser for you guys. All right, let's get to the next one over here. Move. Hold on a second. I'm sorry. Yes, perfect timing. Moving along to – Nikki's game. Nikki, you take it away. You got the one six and one Houston Texans coming to the Giants after a bye week. Let's see how Brian Dable does after the bye week. They are six and two. Clearly the better team. Do they hiccup over here? No. I mean, no. hey, Kenny Galladay's coming back. So everybody's getting excited for that. Like, let's see <laughs> what he can do. I would just love any wide receiver out there. Um, no, I mean, Houston has a horrible run defense. I don't anticipate that that's going to just change on Sunday. So I think Saquon's going to have a big day. I think uh, Danny Dimes and his wheels are going to have a big day. Um, You know, I usually don't lock in my own team, but I'm going to lock the Giants in. Good for you. Uh, 23 to 13. I'm locking them in also. they Look, if they are for real and expected to be for real, they should handle this team no problem. So I'm going with a 30 to 14 score. I think that they run all over the place, and I am also locking them in. 30? Oh, I haven't seen that in – couple years <laughs> houston, houston they suck you know i'm sure saquon can do exactly what derrick henry did to them and rush for 200 yards and a couple of yeah, touchdowns yeah. you know so yeah that's my third lock already i'm done with my locks Steve. so we both got the giants we're both locking them in i don't think you're locking them in but it sounds like you're going g-men yeah i'm not locking it in but i am going g-men uh the giants are the better team but they just tend to win games close uh, and that's, you yeah, know, like, that's, that's seems true. like that's what they do. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to weird score. I'm going 18 13 Giants. Oh, Ooh, look at that. I love yeah. the weird scores. <laughs> Ooh, I love the weird scores. All right, 18 13 Giants. Beautiful. All right, moving along to our next game over here. We got your team, D. So you're gonna start it off. New Orleans, disappointing loss on Monday night. Didn't really mm-hmm. look good. I'm not trying to dig it in, it's just unfortunate right now. Yeah. That's um, what I expected. I know. I know. Yeah, we all pick <laughs> Baltimore, so, you know, we're, yeah. we're just being real with it. So, New Orleans going to Pittsburgh, who is two and six. This is a really hard game to make heads and tails of, bro. I'm not sure here. 
Well, for the first time in a while, I think that the Saints are the better team in this one. Okay. Uh, so I am going to pick the Saints to beat Pittsburgh. I'm going to go 17-13 Saints. Yeah, I'm smelling low scoring in this game also. I'm kind of with yeah. you. Nikki, what do you think? Um, I do have the Saints winning. No, I have a 24-22. to 22. I don't think it's, you know. Close? Yeah, I think it's close. Because you know what? Pittsburgh plays really good off the bye. Not that I think they're the better team. It's just like yeah. Mike Tomlin just gets them revved up or something. I don't know. But um, I, I do think the Saints pull pull this out. And they still have a tough defense. And yeah. Chris Olave is doing good things, but yeah. they're very Alvin Kamara-centric. Um, yes. So it, I do have worry about that. But hey, this is a really hard game for me to pick. I, I really went back and forth. But I ultimately, I said, you know what? I'm going to go with the home team. And I'm certainly not confident about it. But – I have it a low-scoring game also. I have Pittsburgh 17-14. Okay. So, oh, yeah, Pittsburgh winning. Yeah, I'm going to go Lone Ranger on this one. I think maybe Najee Harris can have a good game, and I think the defense for Pittsburgh can make enough plays. But I'll be honest, Dee, I'm rooting for you. I really am. I don't care if I'm wrong in the game. I'm, I'm rooting for you, bro. So I, I got you. It. Yeah, we still I say because the NFC South is so bad, it's one of those weird years where we suck, but we still have hope. You're still there. <laughs> <laughs> still there. It's, it's not over it's yet. It matters. It ain't over yet. That division is pathetic. So, yeah. you know, they, yeah. they're only one game behind. That's it. Or a game and a yeah. half if you want to include the tiebreaker, but whatever. Yeah. You know, we root for people. each other's teams right now, but in a few weeks. If, yeah, uh, I know. All yeah. our teams. Yeah, it's going to be Maybe a different. different. Could be fighting yeah. for four, five, six, seven. Who knows what it's going to be? Who knows? For sure. Well, I can't wait to talk about that. The playoff scenarios coming up, making our, you know, mid season or late season predictions. That'll be fun. Oh, yeah. This next game is not going to be fun to watch if you like offense. That is Denver at three and five versus Tennessee at five and three. I don't know where the points are going to come from. So you already know I love the under in this game, guys. I'll kick it off by saying Tennessee is definitely the better team right now. I think their defense is just about as good as Denver's. They're really close, but their offense is better. They are playing at home. So I will take Tennessee 23 to 16 to win this game, Nikki. <sighs> yeah, no, I'll take Tennessee too. I've really, I mean, I think Derrick Henry has himself a nice day. I think that Mike Vrabel is a miles better of a head coach than can't hack it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, t- what do I have? 23 to 14. Yeah, Vrabel's a great coach. I think that's, you know, lost somewhere in this whole dynamic and Nathaniel Hacken is that's a great point on coaching alone. I and mean, again, we know what uh what Vrabel did last year, Damian, with 91 players who were even on COVID or injured reserve or whatever it was, right. still got the number one seed. So that guy's a hell of a coach, man. But um we got Tennessee hosting Denver this week, and Denver pull out a miracle, man. I think they can. I'm going with the upset. Really? Yeah, I'm going yeah. Denver to, to beat Tennessee in this one. Uh, Denver's defense is very, very good. Like they're it great. gets lost. They're the, they're the second best defense in the league. Yeah, they're and great. Tennessee, I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is coming back, but that offense, you know, is very, very Derrick Henry dependent. And I think that this is the game where Derrick Henry is still gonna have a good game. Don't get me wrong, but it's not gonna be able to do enough by himself to win. So I have Denver seventeen, uh, Tennessee fifteen. Very interesting uh, points you made there. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I can see this game going either way now that you said that. Shoot. Uh, very good. That's why you're on the show, man. You know your shit. I love it. All right. Let's go to the next one. Oh, the game that we're not supposed to talk about, the Colts. It's going to be the best game of the week, I bet. It's probably going to be a wild, crazy game. It's going to be sick. It'll probably be the best game of the whole week. It's crazy. <laughs> Jeff Saturday will win like every coach's challenge. It'll, it'll be nuts. We'll see him dancing in the locker room after. I don't know, man. Look, both these teams stink. But when it comes down to quarter, even though Derek Carr is not playing great quarterback right now, 
he's better than Sam Ellinger, you know, Damien. So it's not all about the quarterback, but Indy just seems to be falling apart before our eyes. Three, five, and one. And Vegas ain't any better. They're two and six. This is a tough game, man. What do you got? I'm going Colts. I think that Jeff Saturday wins his debut. Uh, it's just built for that. All of, all the criticism, everybody coming down in for hiring Jeff Saturday is just made for them to win this game. <laughs> so I'm going Colts in a very weird game. I'm going 13 to 12. And look at this. And Fat Boy uh, Fadeaway saying, I like the Raiders now without McDaniels fired. Okay. All right. With McDaniels. Oh, with McDaniels fired. He clarified himself. Yeah. So he wants him fired. So I don't know if that's going to happen this week. May have to wait a little bit more if he gets the Frank Wright treatment. But all right. You like Indy in this game. Um, I have no reason to pick Vegas. I don't. They just keep losing and losing and losing. But mm-hmm. I don't see where the, where the uh, Jonathan Taylor is still banged up. I don't know if he's going to play. And Elliott can't complete a pass. But can the Raiders defense step up? Nikki, I don't know. I still haven't made a decision. You go. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just going to go based on talent. And the Raiders have a little bit more talent. So okay. go Raiders 27, Indy 18. I mean, look, if. If you have Carr and Devontae Adams, and like I just I don't know. understand why they're such a bad team. They right? gotta play in the second half. They keep blowing big giant yeah. leads. They're not finishing it out. And Derek Carr, Derek Carr even said in his press conference, he's like, we have to realize the game isn't over at fucking halftime. You gotta yeah. keep playing. So maybe they do. And I think just again shows that Josh McDaniels is a crappy coach. So fade away. I'm with you on that one. But he is a crappy coach. He can't he's a, he's how many times has he tried this now? Yeah, and this will be the last. I don't think he'll get another head coaching opportunity after this. He is a coordinator, and that's where he belongs. And that's that's not even a knock on him. No problem. You're great at something. Do what you're great at, not what you're like half-ass good at. Let you know. No, there's there's some people who are just great coordinators and really can't handle being a head coach. It might be Dennis Allen as well. Like he's a great defensive coordinator. Right. I think about guys like Monty Kiffin. Jim Johnson yeah. from the Eagles, like lifetime Dick LeBeau from the Steelers. Like they yeah. knew their place. Like, this is what I do. I'm a, make a Wink Martindale. I mean, yeah. Wade Phillips. Like you these guys. A, that's the thing. You can make a lot of money. Romeo Cornell, somebody who yeah. was a great coordinator. Yeah, you can make no a doubt. lot of money doing that. No doubt. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so we'll see. We'll see. But uh, Nikki, I'm going to go with Vegas um, and really no rhyme or reason except that I feel <laughs> if it came down to it, they have a better offense. And that's yeah. the only reason. That's really the only reason. That's my only reason. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that one over there. All right, let's keep rumbling through as we're getting close. We only have a few games left to pick. Um, Dallas, Green Bay. Um, I'll kick it off. I, uh, Green Bay is 3-6 and six at home. Dallas, 6-2, and two, coming off a bye. They're healthy. they got to get Michael Gallup going a little bit. Their running backs seem to be good to go. I think Zeke is all right, but even so, Tony Pollard. Green Bay is shit. We've seen them lose week in and week. I cannot pick them. i got to go with Dallas, and I'm going to go Dallas – and not the biggest scoring game. It's going to be something like 23 to 14. But I like Dallas a lot because of their defense in this game, Nikki. Yeah. I mean, I would love Green Bay to hand the Cowboys a loss, but I, I just don't see that happening. So I will go Dallas 27, Green Bay 21. Okay. Okay. So maybe a little bit more of a competitive game. Uh, D, trifecta, or are you going to shock the world? No, this is a try, try. try. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is going to win this one, and you can lock it in for me. Okay. Going 28 to 17, Dallas. Gutsy lock on the road. I love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next, <laughs> NFC West, Arizona Cardinals, 3 and 6, LA Rams, 3 and 5. Talk about a Super Bowl freaking hangover. This is ugly. Um, again, it's the Cooper Cup show in LA, it's the DeAndre Hopkins show in Arizona. Which one's going to shine more? 
probably because the Rams have a better defense. I'll go with them. I'll take the Rams in this game. And it'll be about a score of, I would say, it's going to be close, 23 to 20. Kyle Murray has enough magic in him to make it a game. But I think the Rams overall are better. Uh, so far, is that even a home field advantage? I don't know. But, again, give me the Rams, uh, D. Yeah, usually you would think that, you know, a team with a strong fan base, like the Cardinals do have a pretty good fan base, but they've been sucking this year. So I don't know how many fans are going to make that trip yeah. to L.A. for this one. So this one's going to be weird as far as the environment. So I'm going to go with the Rams to win this one. I'm going to go 14 to 10 L.A. Rams. Oh, very low scoring. Oh, I, I, I smell a parpay over there. That could be a parpay. But up, Nathan? Yeah, we appreciate that, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, Nikki, uh, trifecta or are you going to break it? No, I'm going to go Rams 28, Cardinals 24. And can we just, can we effectively say whoever loses this game, I know they're not, nobody's mathematically eliminated, but playoff chances are probably. Yeah, we can add into like, yeah. Yeah. Other podcasts do like scratch offs where they're like, we no longer have to talk about this team seriously. Like we can do that. Like this, this whoever loses okay. this game is no longer in the conversation. I think that's well, fair. I think neither one of them are going to be in the conversation even in a few weeks from now, no matter yeah. what. But yeah, we can look because they're both so bad that whoever loses this game is that much worse. So I, yeah, I'm with you. I get it. I freaking get it. All right, two games left. We have our Sunday night game, which is my game. The 49ers hosting the Chargers. The Niners are favored by seven points, and for good reason. Christian McCaffrey against one of the worst run defenses in the league. I've been hearing rumors on the radio today about Sean Payton being linked to the Chargers already because of Brandon Fairley being the worst. So give me 49ers all day. They're going to run for over 200 yards in this game. It's going to make Garoppolo's job a hell of a lot easier. And, yeah, I think we're going to really pound them, 31-14. to 14. I love the Niners in this game. Love the Niners, Damian. Yeah, I I love the Niners as well. Not to that tune, but uh, I'm going to go 27 to 17, 49ers. Okay. Hey, I'll take it. That's a nice 10-point victory right there, and that's covering the spread. Nikki, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I think San Fran covers. What is? I think it's 7. I have it 30 to 20. See, all right. I love it. We all got them covering. Beautiful thing. Monday night, we go to our last undefeated team hosting the Washington Commanders, who are 4 and 5, Philly 8 and 0. These said they were going to win this game as well. So you sticking to your guns? Oh, yes, sir. I'm sticking to it. And they win. I'll definitely come in bragging next week because my prediction to start the year was Eagles go 9-0 to start. So I I definitely got (laughs) to – yeah, I got to stick with it. I'm going Philadelphia 27-14, to and my last lock is Philadelphia. All right. All right. That was a great prediction, man. I mean, yeah, it really was. A great prediction. To really go over the schedule and break it down like that, that, that's pretty awesome. Oh, thank Uh, you. And always with his Cowboys, man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh quick question before we move on. Do you guys think that Odell will go to the Dallas? Do you think Dallas is the front runner for him right now? Shut up. I don't want to talk about (laughs) that. I think you don't want to hear it. It does make sense. They they need a weapon. They need a weapon, and they're a good team. I think the addition of a healthy Odell really does help them out a lot, especially against the Philadelphia. Yeah, man. I, I think it would be a beautiful thing. Do you guys realize that every Dallas Cowboy former player is in the broadcast booth? Troy Aikman, Moose Johnson, uh, or doing Alice, like Keyshawn Conspiracy. Johnson. They have to get the most yeah. annoying people yeah. in the booth. I'll say Michael Irvin acting a fool on first take. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's, so, it's out of control. Out of control. But um, let's finish it out. Nikki, what do you think? Philly remain undefeated? Ugh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I say the same thing. Philly remains undefeated. Washington might give them a little problem in the first half, but by the second half, they'll take it over. But the second quarter is Philly's quarter. So look for them to score like 14 to 17 points there. 
Um, but I like Philly to win this game pretty comfortably, 30 to 17. So that is our game's locks. Got to get the best bets right now to close out the segment over here. So let's do that. We have our picks in. Um, I'm going to give you guys a few. I, I wrote down more than a few, but let me go through it kind of quickly. You tell me to stop if you like one of these, okay? And then we'll go to yours. Seahawks plus three over the Bucks. Do you like that? I do, but I know Nikki picked the Bucks. Oh, that's right. Nikki picked the That's right. I got the Giants minus – you know, I'm going to go through. You tell me when to stop. Giants minus five over the Texans. Chiefs minus nine and a half over Jacksonville. I, I like, like a lot of favorites. You like I that? I like that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like a lot of favorites this week. I like the Dolphins three and a half over Cleveland, even though I said Cleveland may give them a problem. I really like the Broncos Titans under. I know it's very low at 38.5, but that tells me all I need to know. This is yes. going to be a very low scoring game. Lions Bears. I like the oh over. My. I like the over. <laughs> Two more. I just want to hear if you guys like any of these. We should just pick yeah. against the spread. You're going through the whole sleep. <laughs> no, not the whole thing. I'm giving you what I like. The last one I like is the over in the 49ers Chargers game, 45 and a half. I just wanted to hear if you guys liked any of those. And so far I'm here in what? Broncos, Titans maybe, and Chiefs over Jacksonville? What do you got, Dave? I do like the Broncos, uh, Titans under. The app I'm using is saying 37 and a half for Broncos, Titans. I still like okay. it because uh, it's such a low-scoring game for me. Me too. Uh, also, I like the under Kansas City Jacksonville under uh, over under set at 50 and a half. That's really high. Now, Jacksonville, uh, Kansas City, excuse me, could go crazy and score yeah. like 40 points would ruin it. <laughs> but if they just happen to blow them out and go like I have a 27 13, that's only 40 points. So I yeah. like the under in that one. Uh, I like the under. I'm, I'm, with in, you. I'm, I'm scared that Kansas City would go off and score 40 by himself. They can do that yeah. against Jacksonville's defense. That's, that's, that's what would scare me. So that would, that's what makes me kind of scared of that one. Uh, another one I like, Colts plus five and a half against Vegas. Even if you have Vegas winning, why would they win by more than five and a half, right? That's it. I like that. I like yeah, that. So I like Indy plus five and a half, and I like the under of 42 and a half in that game. Uh, you got Colts have a good defense. The Raiders are known for, like, you know, scoring, but then just stop scoring, and the Colts can't score. So I like, I like the under uh, in that one of 42 and a half. I like that. Uh, also... I love Dallas minus five only. I know they're on the road, but Green Bay sucks. It doesn't like the home field advantage only matters if you're good. Like the Saints have a great home field advantage. It doesn't matter this year because we suck. Like you have to, <laughs> you know, like your home field advantage has to matter when you actually play well. So That's Green true. Bay's great home field advantage is null and void this year. So give me Dallas minus five. So for the ones that I like the most, I like Seattle plus three, but we're not going to do that one because I know Nikki's picking right. Tampa. He's got Tampa. But Colts plus five and a half and the under in that game of 42 and a half. Dallas minus five, and I love the under in the uh, Saints Pittsburgh game is forty and a half. I like the under in that one. I like that too. Yeah. I like the under in Steelers uh, uh, New Orleans also. All right, Nikki, what do you got? Let's see if we can come to some uh, common ground over here. Uh, so I have San Fran to cover the seven. Uh, I like the over in Dallas Green Bay. And I like the under in Giants Houston at thirty nine and a half. What's oh, the man. over in the? What's the Green, uh, 43 and a half. What if Dallas shuts them down, though? Like, if Green Bay only scored nine against Detroit, they're going to score negative nine against Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can see, like, Green Bay just not scoring at all, like, having, like, a really bad – I have them scoring – what score I have for that one? Seven, I had 28-17, but I could honestly see Green Bay just really shitting a bit. 
Yeah, like I really one. can't do them. Yeah. Um, I have it 27 21. Yeah. I can, like I said, I'm not like poo pooing that prediction, but I can see Green Bay just having a horrible offensive game. Yeah, me too. I can see, yeah. I can see him being terrible. Like, I, for real. I mean, what have they shown us over the past month and a half? Absolutely nothing. And now they're going up against yeah. the top three defense in the league. And that O line, I can see Michael Parsons maybe having two and a half, three sacks. Then I can just see Aaron Rodgers making something out of nothing happen, and all of a sudden he just decides this is the game he's going to go off. Wow, that's that's the thing we've been waiting for that for like was it five straight losses now? We've been been waiting for. (laughs) He's going to be pissed one of these weeks, and he's just going to go off some way somehow. I need uh, to I see, see it. Against, yeah, I don't see it against Dallas. I think Listen, I'm not like beholden yeah. to it. You guys asked me. You guys threw out half the whole state. <laughs> I know, I know. Nothing to pick from. I, new rule. Like this we should just pick <laughs> against the spread. Like well, you know all, we do this every time anyway. I know, we but we went from like giving one bet to two to three. Now you guys are giving like seven each. Like <laughs> what you like? I want to give you options to choose from for our party. Exactly. That's why lots of options. Like I say, ladies, it's ladies' choice, and we're just giving you options. There you go. That's what it's all about. <laughs> we're being chivalrous gentlemen over here. Nikki, do you like <laughs> do you like the Chiefs minus nine and a half over Jacksonville? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I okay, say I that's like one. that one. So I, you can put that I one in the in our pay. All right, like so Kansas City minus nine and a half. Um, another one that I think we all like was Broncos Titans under. Yeah, I, this is very low. I don't know if there's another under. Maybe we like a little more. Like the Colts Raiders forty two and a half. Do you like that one more than the the Broncos one? I like them about even. I would go with Colts Raiders under forty two and a half. Okay. What do What do you think, Nikki? Mm-hmm. Sure. No. Yes. No. You, yeah, I think they're both equal, so I don't, I don't think it really matters which one you pick. Indy Vegas under. Do you guys want to go with a four leg parpay this week? I guess so, because we have so many options. <laughs> <laughs> we have lots of options, so um, we can put Coach Raiders and the Broncos game in there for the under. Want to do two yeah. unders? Yeah. What about the Chargers Niners over? I think again, there's going to be a lot. Of I play. thought we had that in there already. Didn't we all agree on that one? Do we agree on Chargers Niners 45 and a half? Uh, oh, you're talking about over under. Oh, I thought you yeah. meant cover. I said I like them to cover. I kind of like them to cover too. It's a lot. I, Seven I, points is a lot, but yeah, I do. But I, I like them to cover because they could run the ball so well. I like them to cover that and be able to get a lead. They're going to be able to hold on to it. It's not like you're going to be scared of the Chargers coming back. Yeah. So we can so make that. Our, so do you want to make it the over under or you want to do the spread? Spread. I'll, you want to do this? I, I'm okay with it. I think they're going to beat the shit out of the Chargers, so I'm okay with going minus seven. I know it's a big line, but I'm all right with that. Okay. So for our official par pay, we're going to go bold this week and do a four-leg par pay. We're going to go Kansas City minus nine and a half. Mm-hmm. The under for Coach Raiders at 42 and a half. Uh, the under for Broncos Colts. Or no, is it Broncos? Who's the Broncos Titans. Titans. Oh, Titans. So Broncos, Titans, the under is 37 and a half or 38, depending on what app you're using. And then we're using San Francisco minus seven. I like it. I like it. Nikki, you feel good with that? Feel good. All right. Then that's it. That's it. We're plugging like, it in. Hey, we hit a four-leg parpay. Did it? Oh, man. That's you gotta, it. You got to come to it. You got to tell everybody on YouTube right now. Tell your friends. 
Yeah. <laughs> about the par pay, all right? That's right. Because, hey, two out of the last three weeks, we made you some money. Let's see what Alexander's got over here. No Devontae, no winning. Rogers should stick to the dabble chairman. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Jacob got? Three-game tee. He likes the Chiefs at – oh, with a teaser. Okay, two and a half. Vikings plus 13 and a half. And Giants – that's a pretty good teaser, actually. Yeah. That's, that's pretty teaser. good. That's advanced advanced, advanced, I say that's advanced betting stuff right there. Yeah, that really, is. Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, that three-game teaser, do you is it 10 points or six points that you can sway if you can tell me quick? Nick, do you know the Giants play next week, not this week? Oh, next week, I think it's the Lions. The Lions are okay. the Texans. I think it's Detroit next week. Because Alex was asking um who it is. I think he might be right because yeah, they, okay. Yeah, it's the Texans this week, and then Detroit next week. It's six and a half. He can move it. Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad, Jacob. I like that. I like that. That's pretty good. Good luck, man. Good luck. But if you want to win some real money, then go with ours as well. Yeah. Yeah. You've been doing pretty good on the par pays. If you knew, call it a par pay instead of a parlay because we get you paid. All right. That's right. I love that. You're a genius. We do well with it. We just turn it into a betting show if we hit. If we hit this week, I'm not. Why not? Everybody's going to be coming. We'll get a hell of a lot of freaking viewers with that shit. If they make us money, yeah, let's talk to them. Sounds good. All right, last piece of business is the Freaky Fantasy Football Draft Week 10. We're going to get to it right now. I did win last week, so I get to pick the order. I'm going to keep going first. So I'll go first. Nikki, this time you'll go second. Damien will go third. I'm going to go ahead and make my first pick. And some bitch, Justin Fields, is going to kick the shit out of Detroit. That's why I decided to go first. I knew that somebody was going to pick him against Detroit. I'm like, nope, he's mine. <laughs> he's mine. Done. No, that's so I got Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Nikki, anybody you want. Well, not anybody, but anybody you haven't picked yet. <clears throat> is Debo coming back? Uh, that's a great <laughs> question. I, I, say, I think he's still questionable, huh? Is he? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be safe. Uh, let me see. Let me try to get the latest on his injury over here. Um, Military, don't well, worry. Return to practice. Mm. If you want to put Debo in now, we can audible. Well, so we always can change it. Okay. All right. I'll put him in now. I'll All change right. it if I have to. Yeah, that's perfect. We've done that plenty of times, so there's no reason to stop now. All right, D, you get two picks. All right, since you took Justin Fields, I'm going to go with my running back and think about my quarterback a little bit longer. Uh, give me David Montgomery this week. All right. That's a good one. That was my plan. I knew I was like, he's gonna put me third. I can take Justin Fields, David Montgomery back to back. I haven't picked this tight end yet. So I'm gonna go with Travis Kelsey against Jacksonville. Oh, you haven't had Kelsey oh, yet, huh? Nice. Okay. That's a really good one. He can go, whoa, he can go yeah. off, man. Wow. All right. Nikki, you got my boy Debo. Who else are you going for? I will uh let's see. Let's just see, yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I want to do. That's all right. None of us do. We just try to figure it out as we go along. <laughs> I know. I really don't know what I want to do. Uh yeah, give me Tony Pollard. Okay. All right. Going against Green Bay this week, the Swiss okay. cheese defense that they've become. All right. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Our Great boy. Pick. My, my boy, my new boy over there. And um, wow, they're going against Washington this week. Give me A.J. Brown. Oh, I'm going to beat the shit out of you guys again. It's going to be three weeks in a row. You're done. No, I already, I, already, 
I took AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts like week three. So did it work out that week? Probably no. did, right? No, no it, didn't. <laughs> it took them like a couple of weeks to get going, or it was week two. I took them something stupid early. They're killing it now, that's for sure. I already took uh, uh Hurts one week. So did I? Yeah, I think I took Hurts one week, but no, Fields love it. All right, I got Fields, McCaffrey, AJ Brown, Nikki. You're up now. You got Pollard and Debo. Um. Yeah, let me. What up, oh, this is super risky, but I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna take Daniel Jones. Okay, okay. no, they're going against Houston. I think it's yeah. a pretty good pick. For bad. my own sanity, I don't like to do that. I picked them. I locked them. I, I like thunder. <laughs> I have them as quarterback. Like that's. <laughs> No, it's yeah. nice, right? Because now you're in a position where I used to be. Now you feel like you should pick your team every week. You have a they have a chance every week to win. Yeah. Now now I'm in your position where I'm like, I should pick against my team every week. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was gonna we all picked our, our running back, so it's okay to say I was gonna pick Barkley this week, but probably a good week to do. I already yeah. took him, so I can't yeah, I already the charge's defense is so bad against the run, like McCaffrey's gonna so just go nuts. No, that's about to say, yeah, McCaffrey's a great pick there. All right, D, you get uh, two picks now. All right, so I'm going to go with Dak Prescott against Green Bay. Okay. And I'm going to take Chris Olave, one of the few homer things I could do now. (laughs) Chris Olave against Pittsburgh. That's a legit pick right there. Okay, so you got a pretty good team so far. You just got to go for your defense. Nikki, you need a tight end and defense. Hey, give me a Cole Komet. Seems to be a little red Oh, you got me. I was going to pair him up. Damn it. Swipe. I was going to pair him up with Fields. You got me, Nikki. Tricky Nikki gets in the house doing her thing. Okay. Well, in that case, um, I'm going to have to double up. You know what? Um, All that running is going to open up for George Kittle. So I'll take Kittle for my tight end. And my defense, I will take the Titans against the Broncos this week. So that's my team. I'm done. Nikki, you got your defense to go. You got Daniel Jones, Marcus Pollard, uh, my boy Debo Samuel, and Cole Komet, who you blocked for me. So now who are you going on defense? Uh, it's getting rough for me on defense. but uh... <laughs> You're up a tight end. Yeah. Uh, I'll take the Steelers this week. Nikki always swiping. Courtney knows what's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swipe them like three times in the real deal league. I love it. <laughs> you said who? I'm sorry. Uh, Steelers. Oh, that's interesting. Against Damian Saints. All right. Yeah, I'm, I was about to say, I'm not mad, especially if TJ Watt is rumored he may be back. It's not official. Right, so right. If he comes back, I could definitely see him getting, you know, a forced fumble, return for six, something like that happening against us. So that's a good. Could happen. Andy Dalton likes to throw the other team sometimes. So I would have just all right, D, you got Dak, you got Montgomery, you got Chris Olave, you got Travis. Very nice team so far. Kelsey, a tight end. Who is your defense? I'm going to go with Seattle. I think they go over to Germany and have a really good game against Tampa Bay. Okay. I dig it. I dig it. All right. So to recap, D, you got Dak, Montgomery, Olave, Kelsey, Seattle. Nikki, you got Daniel Jones, Marcus Pollard, Debo Samuel, Kokomet, and the Steelers defense. I have Justin Fields, Christian McCaffrey, A.J. Brown, George Kittle, and – Tennessee Titans defense against the Broncos. That is week 10 freaky fantasy football draft. Everything Wait, is that locked in? Is what locked in? Our teams. What do you mean? Locked? The ones locked? we just picked. Can I, cha- can I change my mind? I just realized something. I don't know about that, but no, <laughs> of course you can. You can do whatever you want. I'm Wait, I have not taken Patrick Mahomes. I need to switch my quarterback. You're going to regret it. You're gonna Why? Regret it. Because Daniel Jones is going to outshine him this week. What? 
Daniel Jones is going to outshine him this week. You should have saved Mahomes for another time. No, I'm kidding. I'm just jumping. <laughs> I'm totally busting you. I just realized right. that, that I didn't take him on my list here. Yeah, I most certainly did. I did. What did I take Mahomes? I gotta look. He is that. playing Jacksonville, right? No, I don't think I've taken Mahomes yet either. That's crazy. Wait, I haven't taken Mahomes. I know. That's. I just was like looking through my list. I was like, hold <laughs> I on. Say, I don't think. I don't think I've taken them either. That's crazy. Let me see. Damn, I'm gonna look at yours. You got. You took Hertz, Burrow, Lance, Carr, Stafford, Herbert. No, you haven't either. Holy shit! Wow, I <laughs> still had Mahomes as an option. I thought I used him. Okay. No, I just okay. realized that I didn't. That's why I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got to write Daniel Jones. That's a guy you could play against anybody, Mahomes. I don't yeah, know who that was. Yeah. Opponent is. Jeez. Yeah. All right. We Beautiful. have a uh, fantasy question. You guys see that? Well, let's see. What oh. do we got? Should I accept this trade? I'm getting Justin Fields for Dak. So you'd be getting Fields Ooh. and giving up Dak? Who? Straight up, one. huh? Yeah, wow. that's a tough one. That oh. is tough. <sighs> right, D? Because, you know, Dak can throw the ball, you know, better than yeah. – and he's got better receivers, but and Dak, good. yeah, with Dak, he's coming off of a good game and a bye. You thinking maybe they're starting to find their rhythm offensively. Mm-hmm. So long term, I would trust Dak more than Justin Fields. Justin Fields look amazing; he looks amazing right now. But Dak no. is more consistent, and if a team shuts down the run against the Bears, we know Justin Fields is still struggling passing the ball somewhat. So I would. It's a tough one because I can see the intrigue there, but I would stick with Dak. It is tough because of the fact that Fields can rack up so many points with the rushing yards, you know, and even yeah. a rushing touchdown, which is more points than a throwing touchdown when you look, you know, overall. Yeah. So, oh, man, this is tough, Nikki. I'm not sure. What do you think? You got an opinion? Mm, yeah. I feel, oh God. I feel like logically you want to stay with Dak, right? But uh, yeah. you know what? Fuck it. Do it. Trade it. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe it'll bring the spark yeah, to your team. I don't know what place you're in, but that can help out. Let me see what Corey yeah. That's the thing with, with Nikki saying that because the upside of Justin Fields is so high up there. And you know what quarterback, yeah. if you have a decent quarterback, you could go, you know, five through 20 and you'll still be fine with your quarterback. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Justin Fields mess around and turn into a top five fantasy quarterback. Yeah. That's a that's a really you know that's a a real a realistic thing that could happen. No yeah. doubt. NFC Player of the Week this week. Yeah. Uh, Courtney's saying Dak over Fields. Dak is starting to get his rhythm. I agree, but yeah. it's not just about when we're talking about fantasy. Those rushing yards count for a lot, man. Yeah. I would probably go out on a limb and. I, I, I think would I would too. I think I'd I would, do the trade. Yeah, you guys have turned me. You guys have turned me. I, I would take it. Take just yeah. that. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> go. Do yeah, it. Do it. Make the trade. Make, Make the, the trade. trade. Well, he's got Herbert, so I feel like do it. Make the trade. Yes, make that trade. Go get go get all that upside with Justin Fields right now. I, yeah. I like it because you know what? Dallas still likes to run the ball a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. So that can take away opportunities. All right. Well, you heard it here from third and three. Hopefully, it works out for you. That's all we can hope for. Our parquets, your fantasy advice, all that beautiful stuff. I love it. Yeah, his other quarterback is Herbert. So yeah, you're in pretty good shape. Make the trade, man. Make Go the trade. And come back next week and let us know if you're <laughs> yeah, right. Are you in a, a two QB league or you just have room oh, for a backup? Let us know like question. what type of league you're in. Yeah. That's a really good question. What do you say, Clamp? Are you in a, is it a two quarterback league? Because then you could really take the opportunity and take that chance as well if it's a two QB league for sure. Right. Yeah. You know, the thing with Herbert is that he doesn't have his wide receivers. He's not putting up big numbers because Joshua Palmer's is the number one guy and Carter's yeah. is the number two, you know? Yeah. So yeah, Herbert's yeah. being hurt by that for sure. 
Yeah, man, definitely, without a doubt. And he's still putting up pretty decent numbers, but not like what he was last year. Yeah, I was really impressed with Herbert. Just like sidetrack real quick, the fact they even pulled out that game against the Falcons. I know. I was I was impressed by that because it was like they had he didn't have anything to like. He just had to grind it out. Right. And that's not something yeah. you see from a young quarterback. Usually young quarterbacks like Josh Allen, for example, he's better when he's ahead and he's just charging forward. We have True. to grind it out and just find just different ways to win. Mm-hmm. Herbert's doing that even with, you know, Brandon Faley as coach. And it got real brain. I love it that you said Brandon Faley. God bless you. I, that <laughs> game, at the end of the game, if you remember, Eckler fumbles the ball. Atlanta yeah. picks it up. They're getting ready to go win this freaking thing. And the schmuck just he just dropped it. He just dropped it and Chargers pick. I'm like, wow, putsy play of the week. I mean, if Aaron Rodgers yeah. didn't fuck up so much, that would have been the putsy play yeah. of the week without a yeah. doubt. And gutsy play, Khalil Mack. You got to give Khalil Mack a, like oh, for him to go. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't yeah. That no ball. doubt. You were talking about swipe. I mean, it was like, yes. <laughs> ripped. Just ripped it right out of his hands. That same thing happened to uh, Dantzler a couple of weeks ago, as a matter of fact. We've seen it a couple. Yeah. Oh, so it's a one QB lead that he's got. So, yeah, I would would take Dak or Justin Fields over Herbert right now. Um, Me too. Me too. Herbert's not doing that. Take a chance. Take a chance. Go ahead and get Justin Fields. I mean, you guys, but like, look at, okay, so the Bears schedule, like next week they have the Lions, then the Falcons, then the Jets, then the Packers, then the Eagles and the Bills. So, you know, I mean, that's a, that's a great that's a great schedule. Now, by the time you get to the championship playoff rounds, those yeah. Eagles Bills games are a little tough. So yes. you might want to get another quarterback for the end. That's right. Yeah, but, but you could, to get yeah. you there, great schedule. That's a great point, Nikki. So take Justin Fields. Yes. yes. Looking at the schedule makes a whole makes a whole lot of difference. So that's yeah. yeah. Nick Fields, we told you, man. All three of us agree on that. And you're talking to a fantasy runner up in a great league last year. She knows her shit. So definitely listen to Nikki when she speaks. Mm-hmm. Right, she's yeah, like, everybody yeah, listen to Nikki when I speak. Yeah. Everyone listen. <laughs> that, you know, these trolls on social media, you know, I, I got called a tool the other day, so that was nice. You did? Oh, my oh God. yeah. Oh, I get, oh, I get all the things that people that. say to you, whether good, bad, or indifferent, are just mind blowing sometimes. Oh, like, my God. Really. Yeah. So I'm glad we got the show out. Um, yeah, of course, bad down to Nikki, obviously. Ah, thank you. Show out on Facebook, <laughs> YouTube. Um, a couple other things. So yeah, we're trying to expand a little bit. A lot of you guys came in with a lot of comments and questions and we fucking love that. But you guys yeah, being part of the show is the best thing about it. Yeah. It really is. It, it, it keeps us going. It makes it a lot more fun. It's our Wednesday therapy and we're having it a little bit earlier today, especially that I'm going to be going through hurricane that I probably won't have any freaking power. So at least I have this to fall back on. My phone is fully charged at the moment, so I'm good to go. Anyway, besides all that, we got things to do. It's an early day. We're going to pump out the podcast for you later. Definitely give you comments back on that. But before that, Nikki, tell them what's good in the hood. What's good in the hood? So, of course, New York Giants rush is Tuesday, 8 o'clock. We had a bye week last week, so we took the day off. No, what am I saying? Yesterday. Wow. Uh, So that was fun. I clearly needed the day off. Um, uh, Sunday channel side bets, 11.30. I lost again, so I have to do a double wake and bake. Uh, So, you know, (laughs) we'll see what I end up doing there. Of course, Wednesday, you know, it's early. This year, our 
podcast schedule has been crazy and you guys have hung in there with us. So we definitely appreciate that. And Monday, anybody who's in the area. So Monday, November 14th, the Giants Rush crew is getting together at Tommy's Tavern in Bridgewater. Um, we're going to watch, unfortunately, the Eagles and Commanders game, which sucks for a Giants podcast. But uh, some of you are interested in coming. Some of you have asked you to take a picture with me. If that gets you there, sure. Um, so <laughs> I hope you guys, and uh, we'll see you on Monday night. We will be there at uh, right right before kickoff. No doubt. See, I told, I said that Nikki's a celebrity in Giants Town now. I said, <laughs> I said that she's a celebrity. People are going to come out here just to take pictures with her. I don't like, know why. We, we have a celebrity amongst us, Jason. Like we're no longer worthy. <laughs> we do. We really do. Really do. Oh my god! Oh my along. god! That's the hurricane alarm. Hurricane, hurricane coming. That's technology for you right there. I'm not dial up into that, Courtney. Thank you for that. Much appreciated. And look at yes, thank you, look sir. Alice coming through. Yeah, we should have a Sunday show. Yes, we are. We are better than them. We can admit that. You know, we're we're, we're modest sometimes, but you know, humble doesn't get you a long way. No, thank you for that. That's a cool compliment. <laughs> love it. Love it. Appreciate it, guys. All right, D, you're a busy man yourself. You've been pumping out a lot of stuff lately, bro. A lot of stuff. Doing a great job as always, man. Oh, thank you so much. I truly, truly appreciate it. Uh, my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. We just dropped episode on Tuesday morning, so that one's still fresh. Go check that one out. Uh, a lot of we do some football talk from week nine, but also talk about the whole Kyrie Irving situation with the Nets and all the stuff going on there. So a very good conversation about that and some other things going on in the NBA. A lot of teams in the NBA right now that had high expectations not playing up to them. So we play a game called Panic or Not about those teams. I think you guys should go check that out. Uh, this podcast, every Wednesday, usually at 7 p.m. Eastern time, came a little early this week, but please check us out. If you can't check us out live, watch on YouTube, watch on Facebook, subscribe and listen if you can't watch on any podcast platform. Uh, the other two podcasts I'm involved with, GSMC, Boxing and Basketball. Go ahead and subscribe to those. A lot of boxing action happened this past week, so we'll have a good episode of that one coming out tomorrow. And for basketball, I'm not the only host, so you always get content with that one. Even if I don't do an episode, you have other people hosting and giving you great content. And if you're looking for somebody to follow on social media, giving you constant videos and constant content, follow me at The Real Deal, W-D-A, all right? And if you want to live a long, prosperous life and look young like Jason, look young like Nikki, what you got to do is the three Ps. You got to do Pilates, you got to get on the Peloton, and you got to listen to podcasts. Woo! If you listen to my podcast, you'll stay looking young. Your cholesterol is down. Your chi is centered. You're not. <laughs> you're living a stress-free life. So yeah. go ahead and subscribe and listen to The Real Deal with Damian Adams, the third and three podcast, GSMC Boxing and GSMC Basketball. And you will live an extra five years. It's guaranteed. It's been a study guaranteed. done. On. We guarantee. <laughs> extra five years. Live, our right? yes. Absolutely. No doubt. That's what keeps me young. Like I said, I, I listen to these guys. I love them. They're my family. That's what it's all about. Third and three is where it's at. Like I tell you every week, I know I'm coming at different times, but you guys hanging in there with us really appreciate it. The freaking comments are great. We love having you as part of the show. That is really the key to everything. It's our, it's our therapy on Wednesday to get us through the hump over the week, but you guys make it all that much better. So please keep it along. We appreciate you guys so much. And uh, yeah, as for me, I'm taking it a little slow. Work has got me by the you know what lately. So I have been working like crazy. So it's been third and three lately, but I'm going to try to get back into more of the Power 32 podcast. And I really need to start writing more 
on our website. There is no okay. doubt about it. So look for some power rankings to come out. I'll do a little 49ers report, a little 49er forecast, as I like to call it. So be on the lookout. And again, go to third and three. Start this freaking shopping early, man. Guys, Reebok, sick deals. If you want to, if you got an alcoholic in the family, don't go to freaking <laughs> beer drop. But if you have somebody who likes to drink socially and it's okay, yeah, then you can send them over. They have a no alcoholics. And of course, you got the good meat for the barbecues. If you live in warm weather states like me and D, Nikki, you guys are screwed. No barbecues for about another six months. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not going to happen. Although not. we did grill uh, two days ago. It was like 75 degrees for three days oh, here. Nice. No, no, no. Today it's like 50, so we're done. <laughs> that that Indian summer that lasts yeah. for like a week. You know, you get nice That's and it. it's like, whoop, right back. That's it. Now scrape it nice <laughs> off the windshield. All done. All yeah. done. Oh, man. So much fun, guys. Love you both so much. Love you all out there making it so much better. We really enjoy it. And uh, I know we ran a little bit over time, but Nikki, thank you. I know that you had a whole bunch of stuff to do, but great job multitasking today, girl. Thank you. Be safe, everybody yes, in Florida. Be safe. I know our friend Ryan's out there too, One and yep. Done Radio. So we'll see him next week and that will be a fun show. Yes, and that will probably be at our regular schedule broadcasting time at 7 o'clock Eastern <laughs> until further notice. We yeah. don't know. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're out of here. Nikki, give him the wave, girl. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye.